Well, hey. Hello there. How's it going, everyone? Are you staying inside yet? Has has the government told you to stay inside yet? Because they're probably going to. Yeah, if they haven't already, we as of an hour ago, actually, uh, Solano County, which is where me and Scott are from, we were given a stay-at-home quarantine. Uh, it's called a uh, shelter-in-place. Shelter-in-place. So there was uh, seven or eight counties kind of surrounding us um, in, in the Bay Area that went ahead and like activated this shelter-in-place. Like two days ago. Uh-huh. And then today we got told at about 5, 5.30-ish. Yeah that we are going to have a shelter in place starting on Friday. Yeah, Friday at noon. At noon. So that's, that's the rumor. It's still kind of developing. Yeah. Um, but that's what it sounds like it's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, and because of that, um, Nolan is not here. Uh, he's he's He wasn't able to make it to this recording, um, but that's okay because it's going to be a pretty short recording. We have uh, just a couple of news things for you. We're going to review the U.S. Women's National uh, Team win. Yes. Over Japan. Yes, sir. In the She Believes Cup. And then we're going to talk about a couple of other news things, some other, some rumors going around uh, social media and things, maybe hit on some other soccer-related topics. Uh, there are soccer topics, but just other soccer topics. Um, and then we're going to end with what the plan for the 916 Republic podcast is going to be for the next about month and a half, maybe two months-ish. Yeah, d- d- just during this time. Yeah, so short show today. We're not going to review anything. We don't have any interviews or anything like that. Um, so, Zach, let's just get into it. Um, May 10th. It's a great day. Why is it a great day, Zach? Well, because it is mine and our good friend, our homie, <laughs> uh, Ro- Roberto, I was gonna say no, no, I was no, gonna no. say Roro, but I was like, I wanted to use his full name because we're talking about his Rodrigo. So, but then I said Roberto, and I was like, that's not it. It's Rodrigo Lopez. His birthday is May tenth. My birthday is May tenth, and it is tentatively written in pencil, if you will, the start or well, the continuation. Of the USL season, May tenth, USL season technically week two <laughs> will be um, will be that date. So uh, the league announced today, and then the team, you know, had their own statement, uh, basically saying because of the recommendations from the CDC about large event gatherings, um, the start of the the USL season, or again, the continuation of the USL season will not be May or sorry, will not be April. I believe it was April 10th Yeah, or, or it was, moved. it was early April. It is now been moved a couple times. It has now been moved back to May 10th. Yes. So no surprise there. I'm not going to be surprised if it gets moved back again. Um, kind of what we're hearing is we're going to be maybe on and off of, you know, shelter in place for, maybe a month to three months at a time. I don't know. It's all up in the air. You guys probably know more than we do. But um, what we do know is there's going to be no USL championship soccer and probably League One. It falls under that umbrella as well until at least May 10th. So if you were like, hey, you know, we're halfway through March and uh, hey, you know, April's not that far away. Well, you have to wait till May. So that's really sad. But just before all of this soccer shut down, there were some actually cool well, soccer games going on. Yeah, and and before we get into this, I just I do want to say like I read some stuff today about 
um, some things happening in China, happening in, happening in Korea, uh, virus and infection numbers are going down. Um, you know, that I just want to, you know, there's, there's light at the end of this tunnel. Okay. So as, as, as conti- like it, these dates continue to get pushed back and pushed farther into the future, this will end. Um, we will have soccer again. Um, but you know, even more than that, what's bigger than that is, is, it's a high level anxiety right now, a lot of stress. You know, I just want to kind of remind people, Hey, like there is going to be, there's hope here. Um, this will end. It is scary right now, but, um, yeah, just, there is good news. I have no hope. It's going to go on <laughs> for like a year. We're going to miss out on like two and a half seasons of soccer oh somehow. My gosh. That will not happen. Well, I promise. Just the stuff that I've been reading, and it's sorry this to make this more about the coronavirus. We we really try to just be like, hey, the season's pushed back. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. But like the stuff I'm hearing is like, we're gonna be going in and out of like, uh, quarantine or like shelter in place for like three months on, one month off for like the next year to like eighteen months until this dies out. So I'm like not that excited about it. You know, I'm like, I hey, don't I don't see that. I happening. like to go outside. And uh, yeah. lay in the sun for 10 minutes before I get a sunburn, you know? So, <laughs> so anyway, whatever yes, uh, happens, okay. whatever You know what? Here. Whatever happens, though, yes, we will be here pumping out content for you on the Sac Republic. We will find a way. We will come up with some creative things for your enjoyment. All right. Yes, let's get into it. Um, U.S. Women's National Team, as we told you before in the last episode, uh, the She Believes Cup. It's a cup that kind of gives the U.S. women's national team some good competitive play uh, before they head into the, uh, not the Olympics, the, the Olympics. Olympics, yeah, the Olympics, before they head into the Olympics. So in the final of this cup, the U.S. women's national team played Japan. They came out with the win, won the cup, won the game 3-1. to one. But it was definitely a competitive game. I I watched the game. We went up two to nothing in the first half, um, but in the 58th minute, Japan puts home a, a pretty good goal in a in a a moment of like, there's a couple of minutes there where they're putting good pressure on us and they and they put a goal in. We go to we we're only winning winning now two to one, and for about 10, 15 minutes or so, we were kind of playing on the back heel until the 80th minute around the 80th minute somewhere in there uh we score go up three to one win the game um and put it away but it it was definitely a competitive game for sure um and i think definitely some takeaways really were the commentators brought up at one point how megan rapino has scored nine goals under new coach vlad what is his name endonofsky vlad and endonofsky uh, she scored nine goals, which is great. And they were talking about how she's doing really well in this, you know, in the style of play that he he wants to bring. Um, but also they kind of touched on just Megan Rapinoe's kind of a player that transcends the game of soccer. You kind of put her in any situation, she's going to thrive. Um, and that was clear uh, last week during the She Believes Cup. She's a very, I mean, it's not even fair. You, very good players, just an understatement. Um, her and really Julie Ertz. Julie Ertz is another one. They are just so good at what they do. They really transcend the game. Um, 
no matter what system you put them in, they're going to thrive. Yeah, and speaking of transcending the game, if you did watch this game from warm-ups to the end, you will notice that the U.S. women uh, decided to flip their warm-up jackets, jerseys, inside out. So what you saw instead of a nice bright white and red and blue uh, crest with, you know, USA and the four stars was just a a white outline of the badge with the four stars above it. And that was in protest of the U.S. Soccer Federation's uh, legal argument against the the U.S. Women's National Team uh, claim Mm -hmm. of unequal pay. So the U.S. women, you know, filed a, a lawsuit saying that they want to have equal pay to the men. Well, that sounds great. It's a bit more complicated than that. So the the law firm that the U.S. Uh, Federation hired to defend themselves is a law firm that's known for being a kind of a, um, what, like a union busters, what, what it's called. So they, like, their specialty is defending organizations against unions or defending unions against union claims, things like that. Their legal argument was that the men do not have to be paid equal to the women because the men's game is inherently different than the women's game due to men being more physical. Therefore... Faster and... Yeah. yeah. Uh, therefore... They, they use the word speed and yeah. strength. Therefore, it is an unequal job that the women do versus the men. On the face of it, you're like, hey, biologically... Yeah, I understand. Men are different than women. I don't think any player for the U- U.S. women's national team is arguing that they can run faster right. than a player or bench more weight than a player on the U.S. men's national team. Right. I don't think that's what they're saying. Exactly. However, just because somebody is faster than you or stronger than you does not mean that they are a better soccer player than you. From a business standpoint, but yes. just Just from a playing standpoint. Yeah, true, like, true. But but here, we're talking about business. We're yeah. talking about money. Yeah. Well, okay. Lionel Messi, he's very fast, but he's not stronger than anyone, right? Yeah. Are you trying to say that because he's not stronger than uh, a player on his team? We'll say Antoine Griezmann. This is Barcelona. Just because he might not be as strong as Antoine Griezmann, that he doesn't deserve to get paid as much as Antoine Griezmann? No, that's not how that works. In fact, Lionel Messi gets paid way more than Antoine Griezmann. And there's a reason for it. Yeah. So... The the argument itself just doesn't hold merit. It's very easy to say, I am a slower, less strong player than you, and yet I am more productive. So that's basically what the women are saying is, yeah, you do not get to pay us less because we don't have the muscles that the guys have. And as a result of this, it was over a 2,000-page article that comes out um, that this law firm puts out. A result of this is that the U.S. national team's president. Well, it's it's the federation. President. The federation. The fed. Yeah, what is just, the what is the official name? He's the president of U.S. soccer. President of U.S. soccer steps down, or he was the president of U.S. soccer. Yeah, Carlos former. Carlos Cardero, Cordero, something like that. He steps down. The vice president, who is a female, I can't I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she uh, steps in and takes over for him. Oh man, I wish I remembered her name. We'll look at it. We'll put it out on our Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Hey, this is her name. Um, or you can leave a comment and be there like, hey, you, you guys are stupid. This is her name. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We'd be there like, hey, thanks for engaging. Thank you. So she takes over 
um, effective immediately for him. I mean, the fallout from this happened so quickly that it was kind of astonishing. Like Coca-Cola, one of the sponsors for U.S. soccer came out and was like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work for us. You can't say that women aren't, don't, don't deserve to be paid as equal as men because they're not as strong. We can't support you. (laughs) I I think the most surprising one was Volkswagen came out and said like his words are disgusting and like, wow. In a, it was a paragraph long, a short paragraph, but it was a paragraph, but you could just sum it up in those words that he said, like Volkswagen said that his words are disgusting. And I was like, okay, they don't really like that. And that's a big, and when you start to, you know, take off your sponsors, the people that like give you money, the big sponsors too. Those um, are big ones. And it's, pretty arguable that a lot of those sponsors don't really want to be associated with the men's side of the game they would rather be associated with the four-time champion u.s women's the juggernaut yeah that is the u.s women's national team so he had to step down i mean it happened a day after this article came out maybe two days after um so just something to keep your eye on is to see if any changes actually come from u.s soccer and speaking of changes there mm. has been quite the amount of rumors. <laughs> we have heard through the grapevine. That is Reddit. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows that Sacramento is going Major League Soccer. Ah, yeah, yeah, Major yes, League Soccer. Yes, yes. Well, sometimes when teams go from one league to another, they change their name or they change their crest or their colors or something like that. There has been a survey done by the team. In this survey... A lot of the questions revolve around, apparently, as we are told, the team's name and the team's crest and the team's colors. So three kind of categories, name, crest, colors. So people have been a little concerned that the team may change part of their name or, again, yep. may alter the crest or uh-huh. change the maroon to a, maybe like a bright red or change the white to a gray or the white to a black, something like that. Um, and we just kind of want to talk about it so zach yeah. hypothetically if I'll, I'll just pose it to you this way if one of those three things had to change the name the crest or the color scheme which one do you think is most acceptable to change and why uh-huh. and this is not preface so this is just live i just gave yeah. the question to zach yeah we have not prepped this at all yeah I, I, it's a good question um i you can't change i don't think you can change the name Sacramento Republic. At this point, I think it's too far. So the name, I think that's that's out of the question. You're not changing the name, so that leaves crest, crest and colors, right? Right. Uh, I think. I think I think I would lean more towards crest. I would like them both to stay. Personally, I would like to to see. Name, crest, colors all stay the same. And we roll with what we have for the USL into the MLS. You give it a facelift. Absolutely. Sure, give it a facelift. Um, But I would like to see those, for the most part, stay the same. But I think if I had to pick one, it would be crest. I don't think you can change colors. I just don't think you can. Also, I don't think we would want to. I, I think even at the USL level, our colors are unique. Correct. Yeah, I mean, there's it's like a red, a red, it's a it's a maroon, a red, a cream, or a, a gold kind of color. I, I yeah, I mean, it's I guess it's unique. Sure. 
Why not? I would like to see that. I, I, I sure give it a facelift. So that's that's interesting to me because I feel like teams change colors more often than they change their crest. Like, how many times do teams have like the big big teams in the world? Right, they have a new jersey every year. Well, that's an alternate. No, no, like Manchester United or or uh, Barcelona. Like sometimes their main jersey is like a completely different color scheme than their like purple and yeah red and yellow i don't know like sometimes it's completely or like real madrid as as well they'll always have like the white but like the trim will be different like it'll be like a pink or like a teal or like a blue or so like in some sense i'm i would almost be okay if the color scheme changes i would be okay if it if it was a micro change like instead of being uh like white and maroon and then red as like the colors if it changes to be like like red and gray with like maroon as the kind of the trim color or something like something like that would just be like yes it's not definitely what we thought like or what we think of when we think republic but hey this is the times are changing and we're gonna change with them but i think for me that still falls under the umbrella of facelift so i would be okay with that okay okay so you're like if there's small tweaks to the badge or the colors like who really cares as long as the main core is there yeah and i i almost expect that yeah and people change badge like manchester city when they got bought they changed their badge juventus a couple years ago they changed their badge entirely yep um and they changed like they had a classic jersey that was white and black striped yep they changed it specifically for the u.s market so that it wouldn't look like a referee jersey. So, I mean, things change. So, I, I mean, I understand people getting upset about the name. The name is the name. I mean, that's... you. I don't think you, you, you have intrinsic that. value with the name. You do have intrinsic value with the club, uh, the, the crest. But crest changed. That's not crazy. Tulsa, who we played last week. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's very common, I think for names to change when eras are bad but sacramento has been successful i mean there's no need to change the name you don't you're not trying to change your culture you're trying to continue the culture so why would you change the name now i heard people say like on you know their comments are like oh well maybe that name doesn't resonate right maybe maybe uh, sacramento republic fc people don't understand what that is you know so you need to have it be um you know sacramento valley soccer club or something like well it, it doesn't matter right like to me the fans know the name and there's going to be a lot more fans here in a couple of years that know the name so you can kind of stake your claim like hey sacramento republic is a name that you now know because we are successful rather than oh united sacramento well that's that's not that's not what we are right like yes yeah. we do we did unite sacramento but we don't need to have that in our name. Like the, even the word Republic like carries history with it because California has, you know, was a Republic, What I don't know. I don't know all the history, but I, I don't think there's yeah. a name change coming. Well, I think just from a club perspective, it carries historic value. The name carries historic value. Right. This is, this name carries a playoff streak that has been in place since its origin. Yeah, like you said, you said it. There, this name represents positive things. So why would you change it? Yeah, and and to be fair, I these are all rumors. These are things that that are coming out on Reddit. They're 
there are things being asked by the club, sure. I think the club, I really don't believe the club would change the name, really, or the logo. Maybe a facelift on the colors, but I really don't. I, I, I personally trust the club that they're not going to change any of these yeah. things drastically. I think we've kind of already seen a facelift with the colors with like, there's definitely a maroon, but there's a there's a brighter red that I feel like you is know being, and that's a good point. We saw this 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 year's facelift is a throwback to the first year, so you see where there, you see where the club's minds are already. Yeah, and um, I, I also giving value to the history. I saw something else on Reddit where somebody was basically saying like the club hasn't done enough to reach out to the Hispanic community, and this person suggested that maybe changing the name to something that would identify more with the Hispanic community would be important. Um, I don't know how that would necessarily help because the claim was like the club has done small things like, you know, uh, the Day of the Dead celebration, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, oh, hey, this is the theme night for this Saturday or signing some um, players with Hispanic heritage or like Rodrigo Lopez could play for Mexico if he was called up. Right, like it, when he was young in his career, he could have played for Mexico, like signing Mexican players or players from like Juan Barahona is Honduran, no El Salvadorian, mm-hmm. yeah, um, things like that. And this guy was basically saying like those are kind of half-hearted attempts at reaching out. I I don't know with how diverse Sacramento is, um, I don't know how you could effectively reach out to all the different communities in Sacramento, um. I think they're doing the best with the resources they have. And now they have a lot more resources. True. So I think that maybe we give them a pass, like starting a business from nothing takes a lot of time and resources. Um, and especially one that requires this many resources Yeah, is hard. And now Sacramento Republic is going to up the, the, the bar. They're going to raise their minimum requirements for themselves as a club. So they have to bring on more staff. Like, for example, um, there was one social or not, there was one communication director, and now we know that there's two, right? Yeah. So we've even seen it just True. on our end of the people that we interact with at the club. Exactly. So th- there's going to be a lot of change, just personnel wise. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for growth with diversity, personnel wise and image wise. So I think if there's any changes, you can you have the choice as the fan to say this is negative because it's not what I know, or you have the choice to say this is positive because it is ushering in a new era for the club. Yeah. And let us, and let us know, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think in our DMS on Twitter, DMS on Instagram comments, whatever. Yeah. Let us know. And lastly, let us know what you think you want from these next of what about two ish months. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully just until, yeah, hopefully just about two months. This is kind of the plan that we've briefly talked about. This club has been around for six years now. Going on right? six years. Going yep. on six years. Um, it, we could say seven because it was technically founded in 2013, but didn't start play till 2014. We are going to do, we'll say seven moments, seven players, seven games. We're, we're just going to call them memories. We're going to do seven memories from Sacramento Republic FC history. So again, could be a player, could be a moment in a game, could be a game itself, could be something off the field, uh, like Major League Soccer expansions, anything like that. We are going to do um, seven memories from Sacramento Republic history. One 
per episode for the next seven episodes until play resumes. So leave us a comment, send us a DM uh, on uh, our social media. Could be Twitter, could be Instagram, uh, could be Reddit of things that you would like us to cover. What are some big moments in Sacramento Republic history, Sacramento um, Republic game, Sacramento Republic player again, that you would like us to kind of relive for you? And so we're going to try to go on YouTube and find some games. Um, We're going to try to see if maybe if we can get um, that player on the podcast or something like that to kind of go through that. Um, And also, we're going to try to maybe do some different interviews. So maybe it's a player, maybe it's people from other podcasts. You know, we've started to reach out to them um, and do things like that. So let us know what you would want, uh, and we're going to do our best to accommodate that. Just to kind of let you know what um, Zach and I and Nolan have been doing. Um, We are all very involved with our churches. Um, Like Zach and I are on staff at two churches. So this time has actually been incredibly busy. Yeah. Um, We, you know, people are getting told to go home and stay home. Um, We're not. (laughs) We're we're getting told to do more. So we've had to, you know, in a week figure out how are we going to do live streaming for our churches and how are we going to, um, you know, meet with people when we are, are we not supposed to meet with, with people. Yes, exactly. Uh, how are we going to, I mean, there's, you know, we have other jobs that we do outside of church. How are we going to continue to do those? Mm-hmm. So um, we've actually been very busy. Um, so we haven't finalized exactly what we are going to do for the next, you know, couple months with the podcast. But yep. those are just the ideas that we have. So if you have more ideas, let us know. We are open to them. Well, Zach, is there anything else that uh, we should cover before we let the people quarantine? (laughs) Nope, I think that's it. Yep. And we also have to figure out how are we going to do the podcast? (laughs) True. Not in the same room. Uh, We might have to. Well, we will have to. And the research begins. Yes. (laughs) How we do it uh, remotely. Yep, remotely. So, well, stay safe, everyone. Wash your hands. Cover your coughs. Do laundry. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. You'll Lots be of copious amounts of video games and yep. Netflix. Yep. I will be playing FIFA a lot of the day. So As will I. Yeah. If you want to play FIFA with us, let us know. <laughs> Send us your, your at. Yep. All right, everyone. Well, we will see you guys next week yes. on the podcast. With some creative content. And we will see you every day on social media. So as always, glory, glory. Sacramento. Sacramento.